On this episode of Animals Are Insane, we talk about Steve's culture shock coming back to Canada. We also talk about Joe Rogan and Whippy Goldberg, Goldberg uh, as well as the second half of the episode after our ad. We have a big Spider-Man No Way Home review. Huge spoilers uh, there. So, tune in. I think I've used that, actually, that intro before with the stupid Mm. horn thing. Not that exact horn, but... A similar horn. You very, very, yeah, okay, very close, very close. Yeah, a very similar horn. Uh, so I'm uh, back in. You're back. back in, back in Canada. Back in the middle of nowhere. Back where those barns have advertisements for McDonald's. <laughs> yep. <laughs> back, back there. That's where. I... Is it surreal? Is it kind of like uh like it's like walking through Narnia, getting back into Canada, right? Where it's like what you've just experienced <laughs> was somehow a fantasy of what life is outside or no. So yeah, Narnia yeah. would be Florida. Oh my God. Narnia would be Florida. How crazy is that? That's well, terrible. Yeah, I guess. Mm, Cause it's a fantasy no, right now. No, right. No, it's out of the norm. No, I feel like it's the opposite. It's the exact, it's the complete reverse of Narnia. It's like, if I went somewhere else that was worse than what it was, like <laughs> Narnia is like supposed to be better. Right. It's like, if I went to a worse place, that's what it was like. I always thought Narnia was one of those things where it's like you get in and it's like magical fantasy land versus like the the you know present day, right? I mean, yeah, but then like I I don't don't know, like like, could you imagine like stepping in like if you had a if you had a closet or whatever and you stepped into like medieval times, you'd be dead in like a week and a half. No, a couple more days, right? Because people got like beheaded. Imagine if you're just like like. But it's like, like a not. It's not like you're going back in time. It's like you're going to like a make believe world. So yeah, but they still but, have swords. They still operate the same medieval, creepy way. There's, there's yes. uh, there, it's even more dangerous. There's people. There's lions true. that can talk to you. True, true, true. <laughs> um, okay, but here let me let me. This is how how I thought I had some some time to think about this, and I wanted to kind of explain this um the best i can so <laughs> you're like i wrote my, down an essay and no no no, no. That's nothing like that nothing like that nothing like that but like um okay so so years ago now uh this is like i don't know like uh 15 years ago maybe more i forget but um anyways i went to africa i feel like you know this so i went to i went to africa yes. did a little like volunteer stuff um in uh, in uganda specifically that's like right on the on the equator Mm-hmm. Uh, for those geography nerds out there, um, anyways, nerds, so, and, um, and it's it's kind of like like when I went, it was kind of exactly what I thought I was kind of walking into. Like you know what I mean? Like you see Africa on like like TV or like commercials or whatever, and it's like you know I knew I was going to like a poor part and uh, to like do some volunteer stuff, and uh, and so I was like like mentally, I would feel like I felt very like prepared for going there and like, like what I was about to experience. Right. You know, I was like very like, you know, you you know what you're walking into kind of thing. And so (laughs) you're like, well, based off of the terrible infomercials I've seen with kids with flies on their eyes and uh, Cheryl Crow, Cheryl Crow does that song. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And the soundtrack is Cheryl Crow. I knew exactly (laughs) what I was getting myself into. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. But like when I got there, I was actually like surprised at like how, how people like, like, 
more specifically kids. I was, I was there working with kids, um, how kids were, they had so little, but yet they were like, so happy. Like they were just like stoked on life. And like the, the concept of like money or stuff or things like didn't like, it's like, they didn't know that. And so like, they would just like make the best of what they had. And they were like, Hmm. you know, extremely excited about like the smallest things because they don't have a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, and that was something that I wasn't prepared to like experience. Like it's just something that you always see that like they're just you know you need to send the money. You need to like you know they they're they're in need. They're they're hungry. They're all this. And the place where we went, they weren't hungry. They were like I mean they were still very poor, but like they were very happy. And it was something that yeah again it, like took me it took me back uh, quite a bit. And so mm-hmm. like I was there for like five weeks, and so I like, got to experience this for like five weeks. And like the the food was very different. Um, one thing I remember specifically was um, the eggs. They don't feed their chickens uh, corn. They feed their chickens rice. And so because of that, the yolks of the egg are not yellow. They're white because the chickens eat like oh. white. Yeah, it's a little weird. Not gonna lie. Not the yeah. For anyone out there okay. who has chickens and wants to try something new, but uh, <laughs> yeah, feed them rice. Yeah, a so, bit so of anyways, ranch. I feel like I'm getting off on a little tangent here. But, oh, yeah, um, yeah, go, go ahead. Um, so, so, anyways, fast forward to the end of the trip, and uh, I fly back into Pearson, fly back into Canada, and this is like middle of um, middle of the summer. I feel like it was like mm-hmm. August, July or August, and uh, my mom picked me up, and we're driving, and I'm just kind of like looking around at people, and like looking at like traffic, and looking at like the the hustle and bustle of like what's going on, mm-hmm. and it just like. It's like I didn't exp- – I feel like I was so prepared and so like like um, like mentally prepared to go there that it's like I didn't experience culture shock when I went to Africa. I felt like I experienced culture shock when I came back from Africa at like, you know, like how people in North America, like we just – there's there's – we take so much for granted and we're still like unhappy and we still like, like fight and argue, but like the dumbest shit. And it's like, you know, we, we have so much and yet we're so like ungrateful kind of thing. And it's just, it's just mm-hmm. like, I remember like it took me like a few weeks to kind of like get over that and like kind of settle back into like the normal routine. And it was just like, I don't know. I was thinking about that recently because I felt like when I went to Florida, I felt like it was like, I saw everything online. I was like very prepared to what I was walking into but what I didn't expect, once again, was coming back to Canada and experiencing that like, like epic jolt of like culture shock of like mm. how gnarly the rules are up here compared to like the last like two weeks in Florida. Like like Florida just feels like you're in 2019. Like it's just, and, and in some ways it, they they it's like they treat their citizens like like adults. Like hey, if you want to wear a mask, if you want to be safe. There's there's a million way things to do for you to be safe, feel comfortable, and everything. But if you don't, like it's completely your decision. It is up to you. What do you want to do? And I just like I don't know. I felt like that was such a nice, like like kind of change of pace from everything up here. And then uh, so like I drove so so I sent like a wife and kid back on the plane, and I drove back by myself. And so. Everywhere um, I stopped, like I was kind of trying to like see what I could get away with. So I I was like, all right, I'm not going to wear a mask until someone tells me to wear a mask. (laughs) And let's see how far I can get on this road trip, right? From Florida. So like Florida, I went uh, through Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, and then Virginia. And I stayed the night in Virginia. And Virginia was the first place where no one actually told me to wear one. But like, 
I like I walked into the hotel. It was a Hilton, and like the 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 people at the hotel weren't wearing masks. Like they had it like on their chin, the chin diapers. Oh and so yeah, was, like, the I, diapers, I walk in, then they pull up, they pull them up. And uh-huh. I was like, oh okay, here we go. But I didn't wear one in the hotel. I was like, no, it's cool. There's other people in the hotel didn't wear didn't wear them either. Um, and then I told you like uh, I went and I. Uh, I went to the mall, which is right across the street, and uh, <laughs> and in the mall was a movie theater, and so it was it was literally four twenty when I was there, and I was like, all right, well, let's see what's playing, let's see what time. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm tired, I'm not gonna like, you know, do, I'm not gonna wait around for like thirty yeah, minutes, like forget. Of course. That. So I show up, and at four twenty five. Spider-Man was playing and I was like, well, that's, that's just meant to be like no brainer. Let's do this. So I haven't been to the movie theaters in like two years and everything is locked down in Canada at the time. Like the theaters aren't even open up here. So I was Mm -hmm. like, all right, well that's, that's meant to be. And uh, yeah, so went and saw that and we'll talk about that shortly. But then, um, okay. So the next day driving back, I drove through, uh, whatever's north of Virginia. I forget now. I think it's Pennsylvania. And then I went through New York and then Canada. And I stopped for gas in Pennsylvania and then I didn't stop in New York. And then, uh, and then I stopped in Canada. And when I got to Canada, I was starving. And so just outside of like St. Catharines, I stopped and got Popeye's. I was, I was so hungry and like my legs were sore. You and everything. were so hungry that you stopped for Popeye's. Oh, dude, I just, Holy I didn't, crap. I, I didn't want like McDonald's or, or Subway or like, I don't know. I wanted something different. <laughs> so you, you were like Popeye's, Popeye's <laughs> like, is the answer. I here. didn't have a lot of options, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I wanted, I didn't want to like sit down for like a, like a Ruth's Chris steak or anything. Like I wanted something quick. So Popeye's was, uh, what is, where is Popeye's on this pedestal that you, that you've played? It, it, it wasn't on there, but, but again, okay. So going to Popeye's after being two weeks in Florida and like the mm-hmm. States and everything, mm-hmm. like I walk in and my legs are just so sore from being in the car for like 20 hours. Right. Sure. And so I'm like, Oh man, this is so nice. I'm going to like go in, sit down, like get a nice meal, stretch my legs. It's going to be fantastic. And I go in and I open the door and then I look around and all the chairs are on the tables and it says like indoor dining closed due to COVID. And I'm like, uh, what the fuck? I was like, are you fucking like, I just, I was so pissed. I was like, Oh, back to this shit. Like, Oh my God. <laughs> like, like this is ridiculous. Like in Florida, I went to Disney world. I went to Legoland. I went out to eat. I went to the movies. I've been, I've done everything. And like, without this fear of like this, this virus. And it's just like, you know, I'm, I'm vaccinated as well. Like it's just, Oh dude, I was like so fucking pissed at like, I, and I didn't like take it out on anyone that would have been like the American in me, like just start yelling and screaming and like, yeah, you know, I could just imagine you mask. being in this Popeye's and like looking at the, the looking at the chairs silence and you're like, Florida. Yeah, like, she just turned. I turned the car around right then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Needless to say, I live in Florida now. <laughs> Thank you, Popeyes. Oh my God! But yeah, dude, like just uh, and uh, man, it's just it's been such like a. It just feels so annoying to be in Canada now. Like it's like I was annoyed before, but like mm-hmm. I didn't realize that like you know places exist in the world where you can just like go to a restaurant and like have, have a drink and have fun and like, don't have to worry about things. And it's just like, like 
from a mental health perspective alone, I feel like Florida is like worth the trip to just like, 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 like reset, reset everything. Like not, no worries. No, it's like Hakuna Matata, dude. It's like, Oh, it's just, it's fantastic, dude. Well worth it. So, 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 but like now that you're back and everything, and now that you've had your Popeye's experience, uh, I mean, is it, is it one of those things where it's kind of like the, you can kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel. Like if you're, if you're back in Canada and you're looking at things, you're like, Oh, this isn't going to get better for a while. Well, okay. So then I get back and while I'm like, I got back, what day was it? Saturday? Is it Saturday? Sunday. I got back Sunday, Sunday. I got back Sunday and this is the, the weekend I got back was the weekend of the, uh, the trucker convoy. I'm, I'm pretty sure you've seen something. That's about right. That. I, I, what was what was it called again? We 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 talked about it before. Oh, there's, there's dude. There's so many different things, dude. Okay, but one thing stuff. I wanted to. I wanted, okay, so like I have like the news app on my phone, and I like swipe it every once in a while, and like mm-hmm. most of the things are just like they just feel so stupid. Like these articles that people are writing about them, like they're just like, do you know how we can end this pandemic if everyone just gets vaccinated? And I'm like. And it shows like a truck, a picture of a truck, and I'm like, oh, that's not. Oh, I like, know. This is like, oh, like, I just, I'm like, I can't handle it. And like, I don't know about you, but I, I downloaded just kind of for fun. Uh, I think it's called Getter. Have you have you seen? That? No. What is that? What is that? <laughs> it's like it's it's like the the freedom Twitter. It's like you can say the whatever you want on it. Twitter. Okay. Yeah, you okay. can like basically say whatever you want on it, and you're not going to get like canceled or like like yeah. But anyways, I downloaded it. Like Rogan's on it. Rogan kind of like talked about it, and so I was like, "Oh, let's check it out." And it's it's not very good. But the one thing I didn't notice from it is they do have like videos and like people like share stuff just like on Twitter, and like all the stuff that people are sharing about the truck convoy, everything is like pleasant and happy, and like you see like a bunch of truckers set up like a hockey match, and they're all like playing hockey on the street, like right in front of the Parliament building, and like it just seems very like positive. And whereas everything in the news about this is like the most negative thing imaginable, like these people are racist. These people are like the worst things in the world. Like, you know, like it reminds me of that Hillary thing, like the basket of deplorables and like all this shit. I'm <laughs> yeah. just like, Oh my God. Like, well, I, and I think, I think like, I think they, they've gotten to a point, especially with news, depending on whatever news that you like you subscribe to each and every one of the people, any journalists, anybody that's actually writing have to, have, they have to like, they have to become part of the story or they have to make it kind of more glamorized, right? Everybody knows that uh, a lot of the news channels and everything like that, you can get your news from anywhere, especially when it comes to the internet. And all the news outlets have to compete with that. They have to compete with like what people actually want to be listening to or reading or whatever. So then they over glamorize over. And I, I love it. Like, uh, Big shout out to Andrew. Uh, he always says it's about sensationalism, and that's yeah. that's like the that's always the 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 word uh, that people you know kind of go on about and like really yeah. try to you know push and everything. And that's kind of the that's kind of the way that it is, is specifically right now with it, right? Like that's that's uh, that's like the big encounter and everything that that people have. Um, just at this moment that like they're, they're just trying to find like the right place where they can kind of go to and say like, Oh, like I really like this. I really like that. And like, I don't yeah. like this. I don't. And, it, and well, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's like, it's a, it's, 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 it's a dramatization. Yeah. I just, um, 
like the whole thing that how I understand it is the truckers just don't want to deal with like quarantines. They just want the mandate lifted for them specifically so that they don't have to like quarantine. They don't need to be vaccinated to like go back and forth. Right. And part of me, I forget where I heard it from somewhere. I forget where, though. But part like someone was arguing like, why do they even need to be vaccinated? They sit in their truck alone all the time. Like they don't interact with people. What's the problem? <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. I didn't even like I didn't even put that uh-huh. together. Yeah, totally, man. And I'm like, yeah, why? Why do they need to be? They they sleep in their truck. Like, they're completely isolated. What's the issue? And I'm like, huh. That's... Well, that's- I, you know, maybe, maybe, like, again, like, maybe it's more, like, about, like, the glamorization of it where it's more like people are like, well, I mean, now that everybody's doing it, I mean, like, we should just have, we should just have everybody to do it. And then, you yeah. know, and then, and then we'll be all be okay. But at the same time, I mean, you know, they, they do leave their truck. I mean, they have to like have some sort of interaction with people. Right. I mean, like that's, you know, sure. But I don't, I, mean? I don't, like, I don't know what the arguments like, are. Like here. Truckers are, they, aren't starting like super spreader events like that. You know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> Like, like <laughs> who knows? I mean, they're they're traveling fourteen hours. Like, every, well, I mean, their their schedules and everything, and what they do is insane. Yeah, no, for sure, right? But I'm, but you know what I'm saying? Like, like if if anyone's gonna start a super spreader, it's not gonna be a bunch of like truck drivers that are like sleeping in their vehicles, like not seeing people because they're like so overworked and like underpaid. I just like. And I'm thinking too. Maybe like that's the one, why they're starting it. No, I'm just kidding. Well, no, you know what I'm thinking? I'm, I'm thinking now is like maybe they feel the exact same way of how I feel. Like they've been traveling back and forth across the border. They've been seeing like how America's been doing things. And now they're, they're coming back to Canada and they're like, this is fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, like I feel like eventually you would get like just like this enough is enough. Right. Oh, it's crazy. Oh, it's, I mean, and, well, I mean, especially for them. I mean, like, but like, imagine trying to like have their shifts. Imagine trying to have like their their yeah. workload and everything else. And like, and you know what it's like. I mean, even like just doing traveling in like a really comfortable car or a comfortable anything. Mm-hmm. Imagine having to do that in a fucking eighteen wheeler, and you got to like you know shift gears. If things break down, you have to be responsible for it. You have you know, yeah. like there's pro. It's like you're basically in a like a working or like a, a a moving office that you have to be you know basically maintain all. Yeah, you know everything about it, right? I mean, and yeah, I think my uh, yeah, yeah. Some of my favorite news things were um, in the states. They're like, you know, it's bad when the Canadians are are protesting. (laughs) 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 And I was like, how how long? Like, I mean, how long have they started? Like, I mean, what's the? They they started just a little bit ago, right? Like, they. I think they arrived either a Saturday or Sunday. I think they're saying like today was like day five. I think. I think they read that. Oh so, I, I mean, part of me feels like they're going to have to, they better like get ready to stay there for a while if they're going to make a difference because. Hey, yeah. if they, if they can do it while they're moving for 14 hours a day, I'm sure they could just chill. For no, like, apparently for they're, 14 they're hours every like, day. so what they did was they just parked all over the city and they've been just like blaring their horns in Ottawa, like nonstop. And like wow. the residents are all like, yeah, but my one of my not my favorite parts, but like I thought of something that was interesting is like when this all started, like when this was happening, Trudeau was like, "Oh, uh, my kid has COVID, I need to isolate," and so he's not in <laughs> he's not in the the capital right now. He's hiding somewhere at an un, an undisclosed location. Um, and I was just like, "Really, man? Like, really? Like, 
are you afraid? Is that what's happening? Like, are you afraid of the truckers? Are you afraid of like a little bit of like part of me is like, oh, the blue collar workers. Oh my God. They're going to just gonna <laughs> hurt my eye and uh, skin. Yeah. That, uh, that tweet's been like kind of recirculating. Like where Trudeau said, like, thank a trucker. Um, because it's like, you know, we need them to, to supply toilet paper and all the stuff that like we were low on during the pandemic. And it's just like another one of those, those things now where it's like, if it's convenient, you know, then it's fine. But as soon as like, it's a, you ask them a little bit too much and they're like, no, 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 no. And now you're like, well, uh, I know. Yeah. That's, but, but, but that's the thing is it's the snowball effect. Right. I mean, especially with, I mean, especially when people are like going like digging for things. Right. Uh, Speaking of which, this is the most perfect transition I've ever had in my entire life. What do you think about the whole uh, Spotify thing that's going on right now? Uh, I think it's interesting. Um, did you listen to, to Rogan's rebuttal or his little like – they called oh, it an apology. I've, I've seen like like snippets on like Reddit of like that he had one and everything. Yeah, it's on, it's on Spotify. So it's on his um, – if you go to like the Joe Rogan experience, you can like see it. It's a, it's like 10 minutes, I think, or like nine minutes and 30 seconds or whatever. And there, there, there is like, there's like one thing. <clears throat> okay. Sorry. I, I completely, <laughs> I completely cut you off there. You should have like a, you should have like a, uh, like a sign that says, what the fuck are you doing? dude?" Like, <laughs> you know, or, or maybe like a, a sound effect. That's like a, a like a sword in the sheath. Like, and then like it like it's like me just cutting you off every time that we were talking about things. But no, go ahead. What, what is it? He has like a um, response. So so you didn't see the response though? No. I, I know that there is one. I just I just haven't, you know, I'm okay. So, so I don't I don't know it, if I'm just like lazy to information or just don't give a fuck about things, but like it, you know, mm. I, I it's a real problem in my life. People don't like me for it. <laughs> um so he he talks about it. Like there's two podcasts specifically that people have a problem with. Um Okay. And all the it's, it's, the, it's the it's the doctor ones, right? Yeah, it's the Doctor Peter McCollum, and I, I apologize if I'm not pronouncing his name right or saying it right. Um, and then Doctor Robert Malone, and uh, mm-hmm. and it was interesting though because in his little thing, he he says the credentials of these two doctors, like why he got them on, why he thinks yeah, they're, they're huge, important. right? Well, it's like like I, I'm gonna butcher it. Like you should listen to. Listen to it to give the thing, but like Dr. Malone is like one of the creators of mRNA. Like, right, like, yeah, he's got like a bunch of patents out on it and everything. Yeah, see, yeah, see yeah. he's he's partially responsible for the creation of the vaccine, and then and the, McCall the is other, like the most published doctor, yeah, most or some shit, right? like ever, like in history. He has more. He's done more doctoring than anyone else, kind of thing. Ah, super doctor, super doctor. <laughs> I super call me doctor. Just but call, but call doctor. but but one thing that I did think was interesting was uh Robert, uh, not not Robert, uh, Peter McCollum. He said on his podcast that uh, he does not believe you can catch COVID twice, and so that was before Omicron. And so I feel like there's a little bit of like people aren't taking things. Um, in the context of which they came out. So I, he could, Joe Rogan did correct it. He did come back and say like, you know, because, um, Omicron came out, he did talk to McCall, McCollum again. And McCollum has like revised his statement and said like, okay, well, like I do believe now you can catch it twice. So I'm curious if like people are having a problem with that. Cause I feel like, you know, like this is still a novel. Well, if you make those type of statements, right? Like it's kind of like you have to like abide by like, it's, you know, well, 
Yeah, I mean, his whole thing was that, like, at the time of this recording, this is what I believe is true. And then more information comes out, and then he's like, okay, well, I need to adjust my, you know, my stance. And I feel like yeah. you, don't, you don't get that unless you're listening to it, like, in real time kind of thing. And I know right. that I'm pretty sure he doesn't release things on the same day that he records. Like, I think there's a lag. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, for, for I think I think a lot of them have that. Um but I mean, for anybody that's like, you know, that doesn't know about the entire situation, it's basically uh, Neil Young uh, first like had this like response to Joe Rogan's uh, spread of misinformation. It's I guess it's like, quote unquote, misinformation. I don't really know what you would call it. Uh, and uh, essentially like asked Spotify, I was like, hey, uh, take all my music off this or, or take his you know information off of it, which. Like a part of me is kind of like, okay, I bet you like Spotify was like looking at Neil Young being like, okay, we know that you're like a legend. We know that you're a legend when it comes to rock and roll. And like you've got like really great music and everything like that. And then they like look at the numbers <laughs> of like yeah. who's listening to Neil Young right now versus who's, who's listening well, to Joe not even, or not maybe even, even a lifetime type of thing. I don't even think they need to look at numbers. I feel like they're like we invested a hundred million dollars into <laughs> yeah. Joe Logan. <laughs> yeah. Like, We're not going to lose a hundred million dollars yeah. if we kick you off of the, the platform. But like, at the same time, I mean like it, this is like, this is the, the kind of struggle that, that I think a lot of people have is that like they're creating these ultimatums where yeah. it's supposed to be this thing where, you know, you can say whatever you want. Like, if, okay, like, you know, like you're in the US and everything, you've got like the freedom of speech and everything. And, but like yeah. you, you have like the ability to do that. Right. I mean, so if, if somebody's threatening to do that in, in the sense of being like, okay, you either do this or, or I leave or, you know, whatever it may be. And, you know, I think that like, I actually think that like Spotify responded in such a way or, or like not didn't respond, whatever it may be, that kind of like caters to being like, okay, well, if you don't want to be here, you can go somewhere else right i mean like yeah. that's the that's kind of like the initial thing but at the same time there it is weird that like we don't have like this kind of like restriction or like you know um sort of regulations on things that can be information or that is true or not like like now now we're in like such a weird time where we don't really know right we don't really know what like is the, the truth of certain things, right? Like we've had yeah, well, we, we, a lot of people are always like questioning about the news. They're questioning about facts. They're qu questioning people's credentials. They're, you know, there's like constant, like, it's a constant fire. It's always these yeah. people that like come come to the table, you know, actually Remy, Remy put it in a really great position where it's like, you can convince a lot of dumb people uh, that you're smart. If you're just saying a lot of smart words, if you're just like bringing up a hundred, hundred dollar words, every, you know, fucking sentence that you have and try to convince somebody that the, that the earth is flat type of thing. Right. So there's yeah. like this, there's like always like these like snippets, but like, I feel like that can apply for everybody. Right. It's just kind of like, is it the, you know, blind leading the blind type of thing? Like it's, but, but, but at the same time, especially with like the Neil Young thing, is that like, I just like, I don't know like why this person, thought that they had like so much power in like this platform where they're just like, well, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> this doesn't do anything for us. It's kind of no, like but... if, if Mickey Rourke came to like Netflix and was like, Hey, if you don't remove anything that's teen based on your platform, I'm, I want all my stuff off your, yeah. <laughs> off no, your it was stuff. more specific. It was like, Hey, anything with the rock, you either drop all the rocks <laughs> movies or my movies. Right. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, sorry. What? Sorry, Neil Young. I don't know if you're Mickey or, I, or maybe, sorry, I don't really know. But yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, they're just, they're not, like, they are 
like they are known, but they're just not power. Like they don't have like the power or whatever, or like the, the oomph to be able to push those things. I'm I'm curious too about like, if I guess the record label would have had to like sign off on this too. Right. Cause the label would have like invested interest. Well, unless he owns all of his music. Yeah, I guess. But that's interesting then. Right. So that's, I don't know. And, and the thing is like, I mean, I, I don't know if it's, if it's, uh, if it is a record label thing, because like I mean, yeah, there could be a like a legality to it, but like when was the last time that Neil Young released new music? I mean, yeah. all of his stuff could be like past the copyright like of the twenty-five year uh stipulation. I don't know if that yeah. actually happens with music. I'm not well, I, can't remember. It, I think the ironic part of the whole thing is like what's the song that Neil Young's most famous for? Old Man. Oh, that's the one? Oh, keep on rocking in the free world. Is that what the yeah. other one is? Uh, I see what you're doing there. I see what right? you did there. I thought you cheeky kind of... son of a bitch. That was good. That's right. good. But I mean, I but, was... but you're seeing people follow suit, right? You know, Joni Mitchell. Um, they yeah, just had like uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Uh, yeah, I mean, like it's some people are, like, like are, who... are following, but like at the same time, maybe maybe it's because like they just like they do they want more people to leave. Like, what is it that they that 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 kind of thing is trying to accomplish? Yeah, because then you could, then you got to think like, I mean, could you imagine though, somebody like you know, like your favorite artist listens to this podcast and they're like, oh man, I do not like Steve. You imagine, imagine that, like you that like you have it from like a different you know affinity no, I, for somebody I, else, and they're just like, I don't like you, dude, and I, I want you I was, off. <laughs> I was thinking about it from the other the opposite perspective. Imagine like. So all these artists leave, right? And they go on like YouTube music and Apple music and everything, right? Now they're exclusive on those platforms, not on Spotify, right? And Uh imagine like in a year, Apple's like, hey, Rogan, 200 million, come to Apple. He's like, okay. And then, yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm sure you could just like follow the money, whatever, maybe. Yeah, but like, it's like, I don't understand, like, just that it doesn't make any sense, really. Like, from a business standpoint, you would want your music to be everywhere. And like, I feel like there should be like a separation between like your politics and your music, but I don't know. It's a weird. Well, weird I, I think they had the same now. thing though with um, Taylor Swift. Remember, there was like there, it, it was it was like I a legality of music from Spotify and from iTunes, uh, I right? I don't remember. I don't remember what because I know that like she didn't own all her music, so then she like re-released it. And I don't know if you did you listen to the re-release stuff that she did? She re-recorded all her originals. You know how big of a Taylor Swift fan I am. Are you? I don't know. No, I don't know. Not, I, I don't. I don't have any. I don't like wake like get out of bed and be like, oh my god, I just god can't wait to turn twenty or what the I don't. I don't even know any of her. So oh man, I feel like I feel like such a such a oh, such a tool for this. But like, I listened to one of the songs from like that she re-recorded, and uh, like it was I forget which song it was. I really wish I remembered. But anyways, and I was like, oh, this sounds okay. And then I re-listened to like the other one, like the one that she recorded under the label and the label one sounded better. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a, yeah. like, like to me, to me anyways. Right. Like right. I, I just, I preferred the label one. And like, I understand that like she doesn't own it and the label like screwed her over for all this stuff. But I'm like, yeah, as someone that like, it doesn't care about all the politics. Like I just like good sounding music. I was like, <laughs> I, prefer, I prefer the old stuff better. 
<laughs> yeah, but you get to think too, like you probably get to a certain point, especially as like a musical artist where you're like, God damn it, dude, I have performed this song 140 fucking million oh, times. And, you know, like, and now like, could you yeah. imagine like every artist going back? I mean, like I am going to re-record all of my hits. Was it Phil Phil Collins? I, I was reading something about Phil Collins where um, that one song that he's known, like uh, I can feel it in, in the air tonight. In the air tonight, yeah, and like how that was about like this like horrible like breakup he had, and then it becomes a hit, and then he's like forced to like sing this like breakup song, <laughs> <laughs> like over and over for like the rest of his life, and he's like, oh man, that would like that would suck. Yeah, but it it slaps. That that drum part, oh my god! You know what I mean? Like you, you've had some bad relationships. Imagine you wrote a song about these bad relationships, and now for the rest of your life, you have to sing a song that reminds you of these bad relationships. I feel like like, it'd be worse for the person you're with, though. Like imagine like Phil Collins' like wife being like, "Why do you got to keep singing about (laughs) Sherry? Okay, (laughs) what the fuck is this? Okay, you you wrote this hit song about Sherry. You're like, you know, Sherry died. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What about me? You wrote the fucking Tarzan song for me. (laughs) Uh, But I mean, like, but it just seems like there's just like been so much heat recently, Mm -hmm. like on on just so many things, right? Like, and. Like look at look at like the, the Whoopi Goldberg situation now too. Oh, I know. So again, for anybody that doesn't know about the situation or lives under a rock, I really don't know what you're doing. Like, I mean, if you're actively trying to stay away from things, but uh, Whoopi Goldberg on the hit show The View, my God. Oh, but but you know what's funny about that is uh, The View is is uh, on ABC, which I thought was an interesting oh no way is it really yeah how is the view still around can you tell me that i i think that i I feel like all of this kind of stems from like the fact that it's owned by abc and then who owns abc disney and does disney want any kind of of nazi you know heat going on underneath those those yeah they're they're like they're like wait a second wasn't walt disney a nazi sympathizer then all of a sudden you know make it go away make it go away (laughs) 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 they're like why did whoopi say this holy shit yeah uh so yeah did you see her on the colbert show no whoopi goldberg oh dude so so she like went on the colbert show to like kind of try to like clear up what she like said and like she pulled like a like it reminds me of like a Ricky Gervais. I forget what which show it was that he did, but where like he tries to make it better and he only like makes it worse, like way worse. It's like, dude, just oh, stop. That's, talking. that's stop every talking. Ricky Gervais. Show. Oh my gosh. Like yeah. he just keeps talking. It was just like, just stop, stop. No, 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 no. Just stop talking. Stop talking. Just stop. And like, yeah, it just dude, she keeps going. So 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 for anybody that doesn't know, uh, she made some comments about the Holocaust. While I from what I from what I understand now, while Speaking about a graphic novel called Mouse, which is like a kind of a, you know, yeah, like a retelling of the Holocaust of, you know, World War II, but like in, in a, in a different, I don't know. It's, it's hard to describe because like it, it's, do you, do you think that's a Disney reference, the mouse? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's illustrated all with mice. Uh, but, uh, but, no, but, but one the of the things why they were, they were talking about that is because that book is getting banned from certain schools. That's, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's getting banned from. Yeah. So, so they, they brought it up. But one of the things that Whoopi Goldberg decided to say was that it, it's just, this is the, okay. So quote, the Holocaust isn't about race. 
No, it's not about race. It's about man's inhumanity to man. End quote. And so, like, the I don't know. Thank it, you for looking up that up specifically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I have it right in front of me. Yeah, because like, I, yeah, I, I, I couldn't remember that quote. Um, but, but the, but the things is, is that like, she, it's, it's, it's just one of those things where you're just kind of like, where like, you can't like just go on places and just say like anything, you know? Like, yeah. it just kind of feels like it's like the, it's the information thing, right? Like now they're just deciding, like anybody just gets to decide well, what information actually is or what, and, you know, because again, like, part of me is like, you know that like Disney pays you. Like, I don't understand. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's like you don't don't bring up Jewish things if you're paid by Disney. Like you just don't do that. Like it's just like, you know what I mean? Like don't don't do that. Yeah, like, I, I, I mean that? I I think it's more because it gets it's like everybody has like some some form of protection, right? I mean, like it's not I don't know if it's just about, you know. But it's like a, no, you're a black Jewish. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, it's it's more about like read the room. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, I mean. A, it's like you're not on like Fox News, Whoopi. Like you can't just like <laughs> say whatever you want and have like your audience cool with it. Like, uh, I know. I it like, just it's. I don't know. But the thing is, like, I, I keep, did you watch I the keep, clip? Did you actually watch the clip? I didn't. I didn't watch the clip because, like, I oh, kept thinking, I'm, I'm like, what oh makes you think of that though? Like, what makes you being like, like I'm, I'm gonna say this. Like here, here it comes was like, my brain is catching up oh on my mouth. Gosh. But the women like try to save her too. It's so it's like so. Oh, you you, you see it like in real time happening, and the woman like, oh wait, uh, what did you mean by that? Like trying to like give her a way out, <laughs> and then she just goes further, and it's just like yeah, oh. it takes out the shovel and is like, here yeah. we go, yeah. And but, they're I mean, like, they're just like, oh no. <laughs> Yeah, they they should play that like that curb your enthusiasm music like dun 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 What happened there? We, we, we don't have anyone, Josh. <laughs> well, let's just get back to the episode then. Shit. Okay. Okay. So, so I'm actually very excited. So I finally saw Spider-Man. Yeah. So anybody that is, that is like wanting to listen to this. Great. If not, and you don't want any of the spoilers or any of that kind of stuff, just skip all the way to the end, all the way to the end, or actually just, I guess, end it. I mean, this is yeah. probably the, yeah. That's probably that's probably this the, is the time. This is the time. You've been, but yeah. You finally did. I mean, this, the movie's been out for quite some time. And before you get into it, I kind of want to talk about like its accomplishments because it's it's very interesting of what it's been doing now mm. versus when it was coming out. Yeah. And so you know, for anybody out there, Spider Man is is I think it's on the brink of breaking Avatar's. Um, mm. I think like six week box office huh. record during uh, a pandemic. <laughs> it, it, that, and see that, then you could like if you think of it in the scale of that. Yeah. Imagine this came out in 2018 or Dude, 2019. Movie, movie theaters have been closed for like a month up here. Like you know what I mean? Like all that revenue just doesn't exist in Canada right now. 
Like, and that, and that again, like, it's just like, I, I wonder though, I mean, there's gotta be something about like the actors or the executives being like, holy crap, why am I making so much money? <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I didn't think of this would happen, but, um, it's, it's, it's closing in. Right. And it's, it's kind of like set to take over it. You know, the, uh, yeah. one of the lines say that like no way home box office climbs to 1.74 billion. Yeah. Okay. I just want to say that superhero movie aside, I feel like that was one of the best movies I've seen in a wow. very long time. Top 10, top 10 movies of all time. Uh, definitely. Yeah. And, and like, we got to put that list together one of these days, by the way, oh, dude, I just top 10 part, movies of all time. But part of me feels like, okay. So the, the theater I was in, uh-huh. there was a dad with his two sons there and they like the whole, like there were a few rows behind me and they were like chatting a bit. And the, the kids like, were like, why is there more than one Spider-Man? Like, it's like they, they didn't get <laughs> yeah. it. They didn't get it, right? And I'm like, oh, that sucks. And then, like, before the movie was over, he left with his kids. They like couldn't handle it. They were bored. And I was like, wow. and, and part of me, part of me was thinking about that and how, like, I'm like, huh, that's interesting. Like, this movie is not for them. It's not really a kids movie if you think about it. It is. Yeah, it is it's, it's, a, it's a legacy movie. Yeah, it's a legacy movie. For for like our generation, do you know what I mean? Like like the people that grew up watching the Tobey Maguire Spider Man that understand all those references. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, not only that, but it's also one of those things where it's the beginning of superhero movies, right? I mean, yeah. we, we had we had X Men and Blade back in '99, and a little bit after that. But I mean, really, it wasn't until Spider Man back in t- was was 2002. It, yeah, 2002. That that really started and, it off, and a lot of people still consider Tobey Maguire to be the best Peter Parker. So, well, I, th- I think I think people just like in general, like I, I wonder if it's just a like again like a legacy thing, like if they just see Tobey Maguire being like this is the Spider Man because he was it was the first successful and like perfect you know iteration, yeah, you know taking over from well. the '90s cartoon all the way into something that, that did really really well, especially yeah. even like after. Uh, 9-11. Remember the, remember mm-hmm. they, they they initially back in oh, 2001 they right. had a big yeah. teaser where they yeah. had you know the, the Spider-Man web, in, web between, in, between, in between yeah the, the two between towers. towers. Yeah, I, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Like and, and apparently I think that they actually had something that was that had to do with them in like some some sort of the shooting and everything like, some, like that of it. shoots or something, right? Yeah. But uh, but like oh, think about that yeah, too. So like there was like a big depression almost of like like and and like patriotism like toward because then also you can see it within the movie right in two thousand two even with Spider Man there's like a lot of shots of like the, the American flag yeah. <laughs> Spider Man you know yeah. they had they had these they had these things but mm. like you said it's it's just it was one of the things that like started it out it was super successful and between Spider Man one and two they're they're probably the best like executed spider-man movies like how mm. you can take like the practical effects and the and the cgi even during that time mm-hmm. combine it with the two and then also even with like toby mcguire which is weird because i feel like toby and he did it in this movie too he's still like the he's still the actor that like is on and that can hit his mark but can't do anything outside of that 
What, what do you mean by that? What do you mean? So, so I mean, like, if you were to give him a script, I think that he would be able to learn the script, no problem, be able to act, no problem, hit his mark, no problem, and then also cry, no problem. And uh, on top of that, if you had a direction for him, take it and then immediately execute it, no problem. But hmm. if, you, if, I, if you were to ask him to do his own thing, I don't think he'd be able to do it. Oh, uh, I see what you're saying. That's where I think uh, Andrew Garfield actually outshines him and Tom Holland is yeah. that he he's the kind of actor that can make it his own bring more to it but then also you know hit his mark and you know kind of like do but, I, but at the same time I think he needs like work with the director yeah. and everything yeah, yeah but and but that's where I see like his Spider-Man being probably the best because it's just like it's about like his quips and yeah. his mannerisms and yeah. like, you know, doing things without. Well, yeah. And that, that's know. what everyone always says, right? Tobey Maguire is the best Peter Parker. Andrew Garfield is the best Spider-Man. And then Tom Holland is like, does a good job at both. He's not the best at either, but he, he's, he's good at both. And yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing fair. too. It's just like, I don't know. I mean, for me, Tom Holland has always been like a very uninspiring Spider-Man. Like every time he's on screen, he's, he's, he's gonna like. But he's not for yeah, you. He's not. That's not your. That's not. He's not my Spider Man. No. He's not your Spider Man, right? I told you. And, I told uh, you. It's it's changed. It's changed to Andrew Garfield is my is my Spider Man. Yeah, he's my guy. But uh, my guy. okay, so I did, talk to I did, me about I did, it. Talk to me about I, it. I told you that there was one one part in this movie where I actually like got extremely emotional and pretty much like I I think I shed a tear. Yep. Uh, yeah. At least. I'm not, I'm uh, watery. Yeah. Wait, 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 hold watery. on. Let, let me try to like like peek into it. Was it were, were they? Was it a moment of like, holy shit! I can't believe this is like happening. Like Captain America ca- catching the Molnir, or is it more like, oh, this is a really depressing, you know? You got to uh, No, no. What what part? What part? You tell me. What part what did you part? did you did you get did you get the feels at any any uh any oh, part of this movie? Of course, yeah, of course. Like, I, mean, like but, but like I, I got the excited feels. Excited, I got the excited feels. Did you, feels. Did you ever get the emotional feel? I got the excited. The only feels the like only emotional feel I got was at the end. Specifically, which part? The specific part that I got the feels was when he went into the donut shop or the you know pastry shop wherever that MJ was working, and he and. Oh, like okay. that, that part, that part hurt a little bit. Cause I was, I kept like thinking, I was like, oh yeah, it's kind of like he's had this entire life. Yeah. And now <clears throat> literally no one knows who he is. Okay. I can see that. I can totally see that. I didn't, I felt like that scene was too heavy handed for me to like, really like dig into it and maybe, yeah, but okay. So the part that like literally hit me like a friggin' like a, like a brick wall, dude, uh-huh. like smashed into a brick wall, did not see it. Like, like, and it was one of those scenes where it's like, you kind of see it coming, but you're like, Oh shit. And then it happens what you want to happen. And then mm. it makes it so much more satisfying. And then the acting on top of that, just like, Oh dude, it was just like, Oh, it's beautiful. Tick, tick, it beautiful. Tickled your emotional butthole. Oh yeah. dude. Oh, it, yeah. it, it, it was, it was perfectly executed emotional manipulation. That's how I would. <laughs> oh, You're like, I love Stockholm syndrome. It's my dude. favorite thing. Oh, okay. So the, the scene that I'm talking about is, um, is when they were all three Spider-Mans are fighting all the villains. Okay. And okay. then, and then Ned and what is her name? Michelle. 
Is it Michelle? MJ? MJ? MJ, yeah, yeah. Michelle, though, specifically. You gotta say Michelle. Okay, so then, it's, right? No, no, no. no. That's a sure. Um, so, so they can't get the portal closed, right? And so then they're, they're, they're trying to, like, escape this chaos, but they can't. And then they end up, like, getting into, like, this whole battle. And then, they're, you know, they're not, they're just civilians. So they need to, like, you know, watch their step, right? Uh-huh. And then there's that scene that the, the callback, the callback scene where Michelle ends up falling off the building. Oh, right? what dude, a scene. Yes. dude. She falls <laughs> off the building and then, you know, her Peter Parker goes to like save her and he is cut off by green goblins glider. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, and, and Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man sees all this happen, <laughs> dude. And then he goes, he like like blind dives, like just goes oh, yeah. for it, and yeah. he saves her, and like and then he gets to the ground, and like and it's a very dramatic scene, and it's I feel like I need to go back and watch the the Garfield Spider Man, but I feel like it it reminded me of like shot for shot exactly how the Gwen Stacy, oh the, yeah the Gwen Stacy death was happening, yeah, yeah. except yeah, yeah. in that version. He doesn't save her. She ends up dying, right? Well, he gets so close. Close. Right. Yeah. It's that's that was like one of the things oh. about like especially Amazing Spider-Man 2 is like that scene particularly. Well, yeah. it has like this like cheese of that like whole hand thing with like the web. The yeah. the 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 execution and editing of that is just phenomenal. Yeah. Like how, okay, how they then, did that. But then like but so, back so to then, what you're saying. Yeah. So then Garfield ends up saving her and he gets to the ground and like his feet touch the ground. And it's like like his like the look on his face. He's just like oh, yeah. like it's like he can't believe what just happened. Like he's like, oh my God, like I actually like did this. Like this is what I tried to do and it didn't work before. And I did yeah. this and I can't like and I was like oh sh-. like I couldn't handle it. And his acting is just like like just that's the what look I mean. It's face. so stellar. Like how oh. how he like looked at her and then and then you know asked if she was okay and then he looked yeah. and then she looked at him and he was like kind of like hurt and then yeah, she she was like hey you okay oh dude yeah and it's like the memory of like Gwen oh, and like oh my gosh and then I'm even thinking about that from like a meta standpoint too of like that's a memory of his past relationship yeah. now as mm-hmm. well right like it's not even just like their characters in a movie but they were together for a, a long period of time and now they're no more and it's just like Oh, dude. If, you, if you if you do some like deep dives on Instagram, some some brilliant editors have like put those scenes together, like how how it works. But basically, like him like looking to see that she's dropping, they cut to the same thing that he had in the past, and all this. Like it, mm-hmm. there's some like there's some really interesting things. But yeah, that okay, I, I get it. Like that that part is like. Oh, it 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 it, yeah. it hits you. It definitely yeah. hits you. And yeah, like, because, and they because, and they have like, like a big just, like redemption for him. Oh, and like, but the setup is so good, right? Because it, like you think that like Michelle's Spider Man is gonna like Tom Holland is gonna save her. Yeah, like, that's how they start it, and then he gets cut off, and then like just oh, dude, it just oh, just oh, so yeah. so perfect. Like so 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 for my favorite scene in like any movie. Like oh, dude! Like right, right. Like, but but the thing is that that scene only works because of the other scene. I know because of the whole other movie. Like you need another yep. movie for that scene to be emotional. That scene is not emotional without like knowing the history. Yeah. Of of Andrew Garfield Spider Man. And hundred like, percent, oh, dude. Oh, 
<laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's a, uh, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely, yeah, like an emotional like it, roller coaster. But like yeah. for anybody that is like just like listening to this too, it's like just just as like a part of a summary and everything. The whole the whole point of like the other Spider Man kind of coming in is basically Peter Parker or Spider Man wants the world to forget that he's Spider Man. So then he goes to Doctor Strange to get the spell, but he keeps mm-hmm. adding onto the spell and then you know fucks it up. Yeah, because because he, he doesn't want certain people to forget. Yeah, it doesn't want certain people to forget. The spell gets more complicated and more complicated and then it gets out of control. Yeah, and then it opens everything for the multiverse and then, like, they, you know, they bring in all these bad guys that are destined to die by, you know, Spider-Man, which, yeah, it was was hard to, like, like, piece these things together, you know, because there's, like, some other things that, like, the other Spider-Man movies did that I don't know if they tried to, like, bring it into what they were doing with this movie. Right. Mm-hmm. Where like Dr. Octopus now is like becomes like a good guy at the end, which I think is a great redemption for him to, because he's yeah. his initial intentions were always like, you yeah, know, and he had that, that's, yeah. And the chip malfunctioned and that's what happened to him. But like, dude. We need to talk about William Defoe's acting in this movie. <laughs> Why you keep calling him William? <laughs> Willem. Will. Sorry. Willem. I'm not, I'm not William. Willem. Uh, Bill Willem. Defoe. <laughs> Dude, I just oh oh his, oh yeah. His, well, he, he's 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 the complete Joker in that. Like you know, like oh. when when Tom Holland's Spider Man is beating the hell out of his face, like on top of him, and he just keeps smiling. You're like, holy crap! All right, yeah. Well, uh, this this is over for him. <laughs> You know, and then like suplex, like I felt like it was like I was watching like a WWE production. Like (laughs) I I, I thought that that fight had a little bit of little ham in it. There's the the ham. Oh, so much ham! But but did you see like how how different it can be when you put in practical effects? I mean, they like smash through floors. I mean, it's it's beautiful to watch. Part part of me was like, I'm like, wait. Like I used to live in a in a condo, and so I understand like a little (laughs) bit of like how condos work. Right. And I did a little bit of construction. So I understand a little bit of like how they construct condos. And when they're blowing through floors, I was like, that never, never would that happen. Like, what did what did they think in here? Like, yeah. Now the now these like condo associations and the contractors like watching this movie, they're like, we have to change everything like, in case in case a Spider-Man or a Green Goblin ever do exist. To make sure they can never go like, through that would floors. never. I, I, I kept thinking, like, happen. did they did they change his his strength level? Like, I mean, although at the same time, in, in the first one back in two thousand two, he was holding gas? like he was holding like a cable car plus another person is in both outstretched arms. I mean, he's Spider-Man. probably like, yeah, well, no, Green yeah. Goblin. So he's like, he's you know, he's oh, super that's right, that's right. ripped and everything like that. And and this is the weird thing too is it, this is like the weird discrepancies where it's like, I guess the heroes are kind of like holding things back. So it's like, if I was Doctor Octopus, mm-hmm. I don't have super strength. If I get punched in the face by Captain America, I'm dead. It doesn't matter yeah. if I've got super arms. I've, I'm dead. Like there's there's no there's no way. But anyway, so so throughout the entire movie, you have like all these callbacks to, to villains, and then finally, um, you know, a, a scene happens, which actually is weirdly enough not the most emotional scene, and it's also it doesn't really hit you. Is the 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 death of Aunt May? Yeah. For me, I, for me, I was kind of like, I don't really, I don't care. Well, I don't care. Okay, I thought I thought it was kind of weird how they like explained it too. Because they, because she says the the famous line like with with uh, great, with great power, power 
comes yeah. great responsibility. And then she dies, right? And I was like, okay, wait, that's what Uncle Ben says. And it's like they never I see, I thought that the reason why Spider-Man became Spider-Man in the Tom Holland universe was because of, you know, there was an Uncle Ben story that we just never saw. Do you know what I mean? Or they, yeah, or they just like glossed over because it was like, ah, it's been told way too many times. Yeah, like, like that's what I thought. And I actually kind of appreciated that. Like, let's not like tell the part of the story that everyone knows. But then it's like they're, they told the part of the story that everyone knows, but with someone totally different. And I thought that was, I feel like maybe that's why it didn't hit you as hard was because it like, it was a little unexpected for her to like turn into like the Uncle Ben. But like, but, but I, th- I think it's because she just didn't have enough impact throughout the trilogy or like her time yeah, to be, well, like, to warrant like a death, right? Well, like it's, it's kind of yeah. like, I'd be more sad if happy died. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, like she just, like she just didn't have enough in it. Well, and but to, they treated, they treated her character really weird because like, Iron Man's making like, like kind of lewd comments towards her, and then Happy ends up like dating her, right? And then it's like at the beginning of this movie they break up. I'm like, you know what I mean? Like the whole thing is not about like her and Peter and their like relationship. She's like the hot aunt who like. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. You know what like I mean? they didn't they didn't do it. Like they didn't give you those points where like everything was so good for her and like Peter's relationship, and then 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 the, she's you know what I mean like the yeah. the the classic uh, like trope type of thing of how to, how you yeah execute I, I only that. really remember the the Uncle Ben scene from uh, uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider Man I don't really remember the Uncle Ben scene with uh, Andrew Garfield I remember his dad well, well it, it's it's because it's so lame like it was it was so quick and lame because like basically in Andrew Garfield's Spider Man he like ran away because he's like I'm changing and then like you know <laughs> shoves the door and breaks glass and then he's like sitting up on top of like. Who, who, who plays, who plays Uncle shit. Ben in uh, Garfield's? Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen. Who plays it in Gar- in uh, McGuire? It's a nobody, old right? man too. No, uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Now, now I I have I have to make sure to look it up because that's right. He was, he was amazing. Um, although it is kind of weird that their aunts and like and uncles are so fucking old. Like, how old yeah. are the parents? Like, what were their like did their parents have like the aunt and uncle at like 18 and then they had his parents at like 58 like why why was that why is there such a huge discrepancy between how old aunts and uncles are like it's it's really weird no no, no. It, it's it's time period thing josh don't don't you um <laughs> it's a time period what, thing yeah uh, okay what, what is what's that hang on i'll, I'll uh there's that one article they wrote. Ah, the guy that played uh, Uncle Ben yeah. in the uh, first, the Tobey Maguire movies, his name was Cliff Robertson, uh, passed away in 2011. Uh, okay, but okay so, so what I was talking to you about a, a second ago, about like uh, how people are old, but they're not that old, but they could be old. And I, I, yeah, yeah, okay. It's a, it's a time thing. So there was an article written recent, not, yeah, very, pretty recently, it's in the last like two, three weeks. Um, and there's a show called And Just Like That, right? Okay. That's the Sex no. in the City spinoff, right? Right. With Sarah, right, right. Sarah Jessica Parker. There's a, there's a bunch of the, the right. The Why they cast. made that, nobody knows. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But, but a fun fact the, the characters in And Just Like That, which is, is currently being, um, uh, it's currently on air, it's currently being, being 
whatever. It's currently Sean. being who gives a shit. Okay, no, no, no. But the important part about this is the women, the actual actresses, yeah. are the exact same age as the Golden Girls when they started their show. Uh, I see. So what you're saying is that the, you know, longer we have on this earth and, you know, with some of these actors and everything like that, you can have these weird discrepancies of when people decide that they just want to look old to how old they actually are. I think it was more. It's it's kind of of like, well, it's kind of like bringing up, like, like looking at your parents and then like looking at Tom Cruise and being like, oh, they're not that far in age. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah like tom cruise is like 59 i think he's almost 60 years old but like yeah yeah okay okay i get that i get, I get that with like the uncle ben and, the, and everything but in right. in any case back to no way home um I, I i think but like the thing is that this is why i think like tom holland spider-man is not as like spectacular is because like i just don't think the movie stands on its own without the other two Spider-Men. Definitely. No, I definitely, I definitely feel that. I, I well, think it would be fun the same way that the, for the, the one before this was with like Mysterio, but I just don't think it does really anything without those two. Yeah. Though it was weird. So they're, they're, they're bringing the multiverse. And the whole time I'm thinking is, um, J Jonah Jameson. I'm like, what is, is <laughs> his like, uh, uh, Oh, what did they make him out to be in this one? It was like, uh, it was, what's his name? Uh, the turning the frogs gay, that guy, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> Alex, Alex Jones. Alex Jones. They yeah, made yeah. J. Jonah Jameson into no, Alex but, Jones. But that's the same actor in which one? He was in the other, one of the other spider oh, right? Yeah. Um, oh my God. Why am I, why, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to me? This never happens. He's a great actor. He was also Commissioner no. Gordon in the Justice League movie. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but okay. My point with bringing that up is, I thought that it was weird to cast him if they were doing the multiverse, because then you don't need him unless he's like some bigger piece of the puzzle that he can like float. He is he's the only J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons, yeah, but he's the only J. Jonah Jameson in in like all the different Spider-Man versions. Do you know what I mean? Like he's a constant, right. which I think is weird. Right, like how like some people can be like the same, yeah. Like they're like they look they look the same, but they're yeah they're just in different like multiverses type of thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, that yeah. That, that is weird. well, but remember this one is J.K. Simmons bald. You know, this guy's bald, and so he doesn't have hair. So that's the he's, big change. He's older, dude. Right. <laughs> he's older. That's right. Yeah. Just look at that <laughs> sweet voice. Oh my god. I wish he. I wish he like narrated a, a book or something like that. You know. Oh my something god. Something like that. Was, but, was he, but he was he was in the Tobey Maguire Spider Man, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And uh, but the whole thing was that like they you know they did some like really interesting, like, you know, callbacks and everything with these, with these villains and whatnot, you know? And yeah, like you said, it's like, it's just, it's just more like this like legacy movie for people that grew up with Spider-Man rather than anything mm-hmm. else. Right. It's yeah. kind of like when you watched Logan, right? Like you had this old mm. version of Wolverine with Hugh Jackman. And I feel like it only is like as impactful as like you remembering seeing him for the first time as Wolverine back in the, like, yeah. the late nineties, early two thousands. Like that's yeah. the, it's, it's, it's the hit of how they're doing it. But I mean, like, 
you know, I think that they're going to do more of that though. Since they own yeah. all the properties and they, and they they have like this like deal with Fox or sorry, not deal with Fox, but like deal with Sony. Um, yeah. I think I think they're going to do it with everybody. I think everybody you, that has ever played anything in the last twenty five years are going to come back to doing like some. You know, because now they've opened it up for this multiverse thing, right? Yeah. So they they have the kind of like free range to, they have free range to even possibly get, uh, you know, another Spider Man movie with Andrew Garfield, another Spider Man Mm. movie with with Tobey Maguire, right? I mean, like that would be interesting. Why why stop at any of those things, right? Like it's like you offer them enough money. I mean, I think they made like a million bucks for two weeks of work. Yeah, which may which may be small, but I mean at the same time, I just um, what do you call it? I was actually surprised at how much of the movie um, Andrew Garfield and Tommy McGuire were in. I kind of like thought that they were. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like a five minute thing at the end. Yeah, like a little cameo or something. But they're like, they kind of like have a lot to do in this movie. Like they're, they're well, in a, yeah, they, they come in a little bit more in. than halfway through and yeah. then are there for the rest of the time. Yeah. And they have like a lot of good dialogue scenes and everything like, oh, my yeah. God. See, this is where this is where where you can see the difference between Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Right. Like they, when they were standing beside each other and Andrew Garfield <laughs> like asks him if he has his suit, he doesn't just look like a youth pastor the entire time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that right there, I was dude, I was howling in the theater when, when he said that. I was like, "Holy shit!" And a part of me thinks that like he kind of came up with that, just how he delivers it. And then yeah. you know, and then and then like you know, Tobey Maguire shows his like suit underneath and everything, and which is weird because it has this like interesting implication that Tobey Maguire's Spider Man just never really stopped. Like he had, mm. he still yeah. has a relationship with you know Kirsten Kirsten Dunst's uh, MJ and everything. And like, is this old Spider-Man with this? This is the weird thing, though, for me, is that like they kept the same suits for both of them. Yeah. And then you keep thinking you're kind of like in this time from the time that you stopped to the time that you're back in this movie, you've never changed. Like you don't have any new no, things. But I, part of me, part of me kind of like that because I feel like Tom Holland. Like, like again, it's like a nostalgic thing. But but, but Tom Holland's is like, like his Spider-Man suit reminds me of like an iPhone where it's like every year he just gets a new iPhone. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, just upgraded. Yeah, yeah. Like, but you know, it's, it's like it's is... like nothing's really different about his his iPhone. It's like, but I you know, like, you know it's a new year. I need a new iPhone. Like that's like yeah. how. I don't know. I I, th- I think the biggest bother though, like, do you have any things that, like, okay, so this the this this now made it into your top ten movies of all time, which is kind of amazing. Yeah. Um, but do you have anything in this that you didn't like that you thought, oh man, I mean, like, I mean, because because there were some like things of like specific choices or almost like a waste of time. Like one of the things that like here I'll give you an example. Like I, one of the things that I really didn't like, and I still don't like it because they just did it. They did it consistently throughout the entire run of Spider-Man throughout the Avengers and everything is that they just love to CGI the shit out of those suits. They love it. Mm, they love yeah. it. And like the, and the, the one great thing that you can see, if you go back and you watch the Toby movies or even the Andrew movies, um, they spend a considerable amount of time in their suits in like a practical suit. Mm. And it's yeah. them doing it right. Like they have like these like, like specific masks. And then also at the same time, they t- they talk to people without taking off their masks. <laughs> I know, <laughs> like, especially I feel like Garfield does that the best. 
I would but like, but at this, yeah. Oh yeah. But, but how weird would it be? Okay. Think of the, just think of the logic of Spider-Man. You go through a portal that somebody just opened for you. You look at two strangers and you think, okay, you know what the best thing for me to do is I'm going to show them my fucking face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Why, why are you a superhero? Why do you have a mask on in the first place? Like that. Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. Yeah. That, like no, that last good. part of the entire scene when they had all three Spider-Man where they were like, no masks, guys. It's cool. Like <laughs> all, of our, <laughs> all of our villains know, know us anyway. Like it, it, it just, it just takes away from any sort of superhero trope or any sort of meaning behind even having a mask. Right. But like, yeah. but if you look at all the suits, they, they did it so often, like between, him going through that portal to them, you know, fighting in that, like that big, the, the, you know, on the statue of Liberty and everything. They just mm-hmm. had these strange moments where they were like, yeah, we're just going to CGI all this. I mean, a part of me thinks like, did they do that to not have spoilers and not have people that oh, were like maybe. on there that were, you know, making the mask? I don't know. I mean, like, I don't yeah. really know what it, what it's for. Yeah, maybe. Um, I, I do, I do think that like, I did see this movie with like the the largest rose colored glasses I could ever possibly wear. Because, oh, also, like, this, not enough swinging. It kills me. No, no, like I'm just like because like I haven't seen a movie in movie theaters in like two years. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, and this is my first movie back, and I feel like it hit. Oh, congratulations! Also, you know what I mean? That. Like, like that, that's hit, a great movie to go back to. Yeah, yeah. It just every every part of like what like why I go to the movies. Like it was just, it, they nailed it with this one. It's like, you know what I mean? Like they showed me something like, I don't know, you're getting married soon. It's like something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue or whatever. Like, I just feel like this hit. Do you actually have those, to do that? Do you have to do that? Uh, I don't think you thing? do. I think. Did I think you do it? Your fiance needs to do it, but. Did you, you know, do it? I don't, I don't do it. The lady does it. But anyways, I just feel like this movie just like <laughs> checked off all my boxes. And like if it didn't like fully check it, it's like I just kind of nudged it over because like I was just so happy to be inside a movie theater. Uh, so know? basically it was like not only the experience of what you're watching, but the experience of being in a theater. But you weren't in a the theater with packed people, so you didn't get to like be a part of the roar. Or no, did you? No, no. It was, see, the uh, roar it was, was very roar. interesting. Yeah, like my, my my dad and I went to go see it, and the roar was fantastic. Like it was just yeah. every time a th- certain thing happened, people were starting to clap again, and every, everything, and like kind of, you know, you feel like it's meant to be in the theater, right? Yeah, you yep. know that that's that's a, that's a great thing. And the worst thing about it though is that when you leave the theater, you're kind of like, I really want to watch this movie again and again and again. I just can't. Like you can't yeah. go back to a theater now that you've like, I mean, because it's. You know, just like with like COVID, you know, procedures and everything and like the fear yeah. of getting anything. And then and then you go home, and you're like, oh, but I, I don't you don't want to you don't want to be one of those people to just be like, oh, I can't wait for it to, you know, buy it off a, a, a dollar off of the street from this handy cam that somebody like, you know, filmed and I like, know. You know, illegally did and everything. And, you know, because well, like, it's, again, it's just and, powerful. yeah, because, because like, you know, the the what do you call the lockdown measures up here were so gnarly. Like I have friends of mine that like ended up just like downloading a cam version of this movie. And I'm like, Oh Oh, God, it's like breaks my heart, man. And I get it right. Like desperate times, but still it's just like, Oh, so I I was actually surprised that like this movie didn't really get spoiled for me. Like I knew that like Garfield and uh, McGuire were going to be in it. But like other than that, I felt very, yeah, like nothing was really spoiled. Uh, anyway, but was so, it? But, but, but was there anything though that you felt like you didn't like? 
again, dude, I was just so happy to be inside a movie theater. I feel like I, I just no, I need to watch it again to like analyze it. But like upon first viewing, first yeah. and only viewing, I, I fucking loved it, man. It was great. Oh, there you go. Like uh, out of one, love it or two or five, love it. Steve gives it a fucking love it. Uh, out yeah. of five, love it. Um, one of the things before we we exit, I am so excited. I don't even know if I'm going to go to the theater. Maybe if if it comes out for like digital rent or whatever, for the new Jackass movie, <laughs> I'll tell I'll tell you next week of my affinity for Jackass. I, I saw the last thing. one in theaters. It was amazing. Oh yeah, me too. It was. I, I saw it. I saw it in three D. Oh. <laughs> remember they remember they remember they yeah. released that the movie three. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, oh all right. That's uh, well, that's it. That's it for us. Mm-hmm.